We're going to hear another track in just a bit. But first, let's stop in with the wife. It's time for... The Bit of Pop, the podcast edition with my sweet, sexy wife, Jen. Thanks for joining us, Jen. Hi. So, what do you want to talk about this week? I guess we'll talk about movies. All right. Uh, Once again, the latest rentals on Netflix. What have you got? Kiss Kiss Bang Bang, Midnight Run, and Sin City. Okay, again, a good mix of different kinds of films. Where did you want to start? I guess we'll talk about Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. Okay, now this is a, uh, it was a sort of a crime slash something, but it was a meta movie, one of those uh, self-referential things. Right, where one of the characters turns to the camera and talks to you. Mm-hmm. It stars um, Robert Downey Jr. and Val Kilmer. You know Val Kilmer from Top Gun and from Top Secret. He plays a character named Perry. Perry meets Robert Downey Jr.'s character, and they both find themselves in the middle of adventures. And eventually in the film, it turns out that these two things are related. But in the meantime, you're kind of treated to a slapsticky kind of crime drama thriller. Mm-hmm. More of a kind of series of increasingly improbable situations that uh, are ridiculous that they have to get themselves out of. But, of course, uh, as this is all going on, you have the narration by Robert Downey Jr.'s character making snarky commentary on what you see on screen. And I guess it's a testament to this film because as I am as I was getting ready for this segment, I couldn't really remember much about Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I think that that says a lot. Uh, it, it really didn't leave much of a impression on me. I mean, it had its moments. I laughed out loud. And it's good to see Robert Downey Jr. on the screen, I think, um, and not in a mugshot, but for the most part, it, uh, I heard a lot of great things about it. But it so didn't, did I. But it didn't really strike me as that great. No, no. I mean, it, it's probably one of those movies that might have benefited from a second viewing, but mm. I personally would recommend this only hesitantly. Yeah, I mean, uh, one of the things about the film is that it's a movie about Los Angeles. It's a movie about maybe even Hollywood in itself, kind of the underbelly of it. So if you like movies where the setting and the people in a city are part of the character of the film, I thought it was interesting in that respect. It reminded me a little bit of another film that we watched, Matchstick Men, because Matchstick Men um, also takes place in Los Angeles. And it's also kind of quirky, and it also has some interesting plot twists. So I I actually think if you're looking for that kind of a film, you might even want to see Matchstick Men instead. But to this film's credit, again, it it, it was clever in some ways, and it didn't take itself too seriously, obviously. And, uh, you know, there were connections and links that were fun to catch. But uh, in the end, especially at the end, I would say in Kiss Kiss Bang Bang, you really got the feeling that they gave up making the movie at some point the ending feels kind of tacked on and kind of silly and they go out of their way to talk about it being kind of tacked on and silly which in some respects sounds clever but uh it's really really not yeah it was it really wasn't all that great okay well maybe we'll do better with the film number two what was it midnight run this was uh well first who's in midnight run robert de niro charles grodin um dennis farina and joe pantaliano yeah joey pants he is one of my favorite character actors i've seen him in basically every movie he's ever done and he's pretty good here overall this is a fun movie but it hasn't aged well yeah i mean i enjoyed it a lot and again a lot of great actors in it and it's good to see them working together um and uh, de niro of course you know, this probably isn't one of his prouder moments. Well, this is kind of the beginning of his comedy career, and mm-hmm. I don't like Robert De Niro in comedies. Right. You know, Robert De Niro was Travis Bickle. He was Vito Corleone. He was—he's a tough guy, and this 
role is is you know not really him it's mm-hmm. not really suited to him i think but charles groden was really good yeah he's very funny yeah groden is basically playing the straight man to de niro's manic personality and i think the pairing works and i mean i guess we should say this is a movie where uh uh, De Niro is a bounty hunter going after Grodin's character, and it's sort of a buddy road trip movie because they're crossing the country together and they hate each other, but yet grow to like each other. So, uh, very formulaic. And as far as you're saying it not aging well, it was made, I guess, in the 1987, and it definitely looks like it. And uh, I think that was part of the, the 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 problem with it. It took me out of the movie considerably. Just thinking how how old the film looked, it just looked really dark and it could definitely benefit from a remastering yeah i mean that that to, that is kind of a technical problem with the dvd for me it was like well you know they pull stuff in airports and on airplanes right right that also <laughs> and you're like okay well that's not gonna happen it's, today yeah it wasn't terribly realistic but overall if you're into the cop buddy um, male bonding kind of movie this actually is a really good one to get yeah i mean for that genre for the the road trip slash cops slash buddy partner kind of flick i think that this would be a, a, a good example of that if you like that you'd like this but otherwise again maybe not something you'd go out of your way to see and the last one is sin city sin city okay well definitely a very different film um what's uh, what's the scenario it's based on a graphic a series of graphic novels there are three different stories unfolding in in one really small miserable town mickey rourke is avenging um the death of uh well, not a girlfriend exactly, <laughs> a date. Uh, Bruce Willis saves the life of a little girl who grows up to be a stripper and who he runs across again um, d- like a dozen years later. And Clive Owen accidentally shoots a cop and finds himself on the run with a prostitute. Okay, and again, this is all based on a graphic novel. Uh, another way of saying that would be comic book. And uh, this is by uh, Rodriguez. Robert uh, Rodriguez. Robert Rodriguez. And just like his uh, other movies, the Spy Kids and stuff like that, you get the immediate sense that the movie is on one hand a movie, but on the other hand a great big movie-making playground with uh, crayons and all sorts of th- stuff like that. And almost fittingly, he has a guest director in this film. Yes, the one and only Quentin Tarantino. Which I think uh, would epitomize someone who likes making movies sometimes just for the sake of making movies. And I think that there's uh, that that, that kind of comes through with this film. I really honestly could not tell where Rodriguez ended and, and Tarantino began. It all felt very Tarantino-esque. It all felt a lot like Kill Bill and Pulp Fiction it just seemed to me that I'd seen a lot of the film before. Right, and I think it was basically Rodriguez um, emulating Tarantino to a large extent. I will say that what they're really trying to sell with Sin City is the visual presentation, the coloring, the shadows, the light, um, the transitions between what looks really real and what looks very surreal. And on that level, you know, I'm sure that there's a lot to enjoy here. But what you really go to a movie for is the story. And I would say only a couple out of the two really kept me interesting and uh, none of them I really loved. I, yeah, that's, I could understand why people are into this movie. I could see it because the cinematography is gorgeous, but I just really wasn't into the writing at all. 
um, the the story with with Bruce Willis and Jessica Alba kind of squicked me out. Frankly, <laughs> I wasn't fond of that one. I like Clive Owen a lot. I liked him in Croupier and some of his other films, mm-hmm. but I found his segment probably the least engaging. Well, that's interesting. I mean, I think uh, Bruce Willis's I liked the least. Um, Clive Owen's story had, had, was was kind of funny and quirky. It gave us the alternative reality where women were in charge. There was, of course, a lot of gratuitous thighs and breasts in right. that segment as well. So maybe that's why I enjoyed it. But, uh, you know, it had uh, ninja girls and all this kind of stuff. So it was campy and fun. Um, but but how did you like uh, the, that third story? And actually the first story, the one with uh, Mickey Rourke. Mickey Rourke's makeup was really disturbing and really <laughs> scary. Mm-hmm. But that's part of the character. Yeah, that's part of the character. Um I have kind of a love-hate thing with Mickey Rourke. He's very scary and kind of disturbing to watch, but he's also magnetic and a big presence on screen. And, I, and, I, and you know, I, I agree that it set the stage. In fact, I would say his segment kind of set my expectations high for the rest of the film, and they weren't met. But I really liked his story. Um, he is a scary-looking guy, but uh, you also kind of immediately get sucked into his his situation, and it's just as disorienting to us as it is to him. And here he goes on this mission just barreling through through bad guys and scary situations and uh you know you i i really enjoyed it i think out of the three stories the mickey rourke one was my favorite but uh you're saying overall again sin city not really what you expected not what i expected but i can i can see where it was going and i can see why people like it so it, it might be worth seeing thing. just if you're interested in experimental storytelling like uh, rodriguez is into or even if you've seen one of tarantino's and really liked it you might enjoy it also okay well this has been an interesting pith of pop so let's do the inevitable star ratings first let's do kiss kiss bang bang um a solid two and a half. Solid two and a half. Uh, not a strong showing. Midnight Run. Probably three. Okay, three stars. Maybe good on cable or when you're bored. And finally, Sin City. Three and a half. Three and a half stars for Sin City. So three movies, very different. Uh, kind of a self-referential L.A. movie, a 80s-style cop road trip buddy movie, and uh, I don't know, completely experimental... Noir crime thriller comic, comic book, book thing. <laughs> right. Um all uh, okay, but you just might want to wait for it to come up on TNT. Thanks for joining us, Jed. My pleasure.